Good evening, listeners. Today is Tuesday, August 29th, 2023, and the time is now 6.18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. How are you all doing today? How was your Tuesday? How's the weather where you are today? I hope you're safe. You know, we're in that hurricane season, folks, and, you know, on and off, there's all kinds of tropical weathers going along. It's not a, not a good time of the year, especially if you're by the water. So I, I hope you're being safe. And before I forget, a big shout out to Spotify for podcasters. Folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Consider the Spotify platform. It's a great way to start your own podcast. It sounds great, very easy to set up, or just check out the many, many podcasts out there. Anyway, this is another installment of the True Crime series, folks. Uh, Today, we're going to discuss a case that's pending right now. This case came out in the news in May. It's the well, the murder, the death of Eric Richens, which I believe was deemed a murder, which is why his wife, Corey Richens, was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. This case took place in Utah. I believe the murder, the death, the death took place in February of 2022. And Corey Richens, uh, the widow of Eric Richens, was arrested in May of 2023. Let me give a little backdrop of the case. Corey Richens is accused of poisoning Eric Richens to death with fentanyl. Now, um, Eric Richens and Corey Richens were married, I would say probably about 10 years, give or take. They had, they have two boys and, um, Eric owns a very successful home. I think it's a home remodeling, home construction business. Very successful in the community in Utah. His family's pillars in the community. And Corey met him. She's a little younger than him. I think Eric was 39 and Corey's around 33 years old. She met him when she was working as a cashier in Home Depot. And Eric was coming in to purchase contracting supplies for his business. So, um, you know, they took up a friendship and it led to a romance. And, you know, there's, they seem to have a very happy, there's lots of pictures of them going on, you know, vacations together with the kids. But, you know, whatever it was, you know, things start off a Hollywood romance or, you know, like a romance story in the beginning. And quite often they turn south or turn sour, if you will. Basically what was going on is Corey, um, was involved in a real estate business. She's a, a real estate salesperson. She wants to be a salesperson. I believe she wants to flip houses as well. And um, what was going on, I believe, is that she wanted Eric to invest a certain amount of money because she wanted to flip a house and he didn't want to invest in that. And I also believe that Corey was, well, yeah, she was taking money from him, taking money from his accounts without telling him or signing her name to life insurance policies and also attempting to poison him on multiple, on more than one occasion. There's also transcripts of her making deals to purchase fentanyl from a, a, a woman who she used to clean her houses. And I, I believe the person's name is CL. And that person, that person's testimony is instrumental in this case. 
And also they found an overdose of fentanyl in Eric Richens' body. Corey Richens, you know, claims that he did it himself, that he was a substance abuser. But the man is only known to have taken THC gummies. He doesn't have a track record of using fentanyl or heroin. And to be honest, if he was a fentanyl addict or heroin addict, he would probably have track marks on his arm. And he probably wouldn't be able to run a successful business as the way that he has been. So I'm, there's enough evidence to keep her. And she's held in prison right now on on bond, on bail. I believe she's being held on $20 million bail. And I believe she was also very emotional with her lawyer. So I can't go through this. I can't cr- I can't hack this. I can't take this. And the lawyer said, hang in, Corey. You know, this. you're just going to have to hang in because she got no choice. Where is she going to go? What is she, Will Smith in that movie where he's a superhero and he's able to fly out of the jail and he stay- stays out of the jail voluntarily? No, she's not a superhero. She has to clear her name. And honestly, I don't know what her chances are of clearing her name. But just this to give you a backdrop of the case, you know, Eric Richens had considered divorcing Corey in the past, but he stayed in the marriage for the sake of the boys. And he also thought that his wife was poisoning him. There was one particular occasion, I believe, where she put some food in his truck with a love note. And he ate the food, and then he, like, broke out in hives. So, and there's enough evidence. And also, I think after Eric Richens had died, Corey Richens had attempted to drill into his safe, and Eric Richens' sister tried to stop Corey from doing that. And Corey insisted that Eric Richens' sister leave the house and attacked Eric Richens' sister, I believe, hitting her in the face. So basically, Corey Richards is being sued by her sister-in-law, you know, alleging a, a horrif- horrific endgame to profit from Eric's death. Oh, and there's not two boys. I'm mistaken. There's three boys. But with the icing on the cake, the thing that really, you know, drew attention to Corey Richards was about a year after the death I don't know if she was trying to make money, maybe because she found out that he had taken her off for a lot of the life insurance policies. She wrote this book to help children uh, over, you know, live, deal with the grief of losing a parent. And then she contacted a local news station and pitched her book and asked to be on the show to discuss her book. And the folks on the TV show, they didn't know anything that, that she was a, sp- a suspect and they invited her on the show. And after the broadcast, I believe one of the newscasters was contacted by somebody, I don't know who, who said, do you know that she's a suspect in the case? But I think by going by, I mean, they probably would have caught up to her eventually, the police, but I believe by writing that book and going on the TV show, she expedited you know, her, her arrest by bringing herself under the microscope. You know, Like I said, she wrote this children's book and um, she's charged with, these are charges, one count of aggravated murder of her hu- husband of nine years. Like I mentioned, it was a lethal dose, dosage of fentanyl. And um, also she had incriminating internet searches, including luxury jails for the rich. Uh, Eric Richens was found dead in, in his commas. Utah home and Corey, when she called 911, she claimed 
to have done CPR on him, but when the EMTs arrived, they found no evidence of any CPR rendered, and they had, I think he was bleeding from the mouth, and they said if, he, if, if CPR had been attempted, he would not be bleeding from the mouth. But the name of the book, the children's book that Corey had wrote or hired a ghost writer, I don't know. The name of the book is called Are You With Me? Like I mentioned, a year after the death. And um, what else can I tell you? She had withdrawn money from her husband's bank accounts. Um, you know, she had tried to make herself sole beneficiary on a life insurance policy. And, um, you know, all these things, you know, and Eric Richens, 39 years old, five times the lethal dosage of fentanyl. Um, Corey also made a series of illicit, you know, fentanyl purchases in the months leading to the death. The most recent purchase was six days before his death. Um, you know, like I mentioned, she took out a $2 million life, life insurance policy uh, without her husband's knowledge and took $250,000 uh, out of the home equity loan. So, you know, it's obvious she has dollar signs in her eyes. Um, you know, she spent the whole line of credit and she also stole $134,000 from Eric's business withdrew $100,000 from his bank accounts and spent $30,000 with his credit card. So, you know, she really drew suspicion for herself. And this questionable behavior, how this will play out, I don't know. Uh, but right now, you know, I just hope that her boys are with family members being taken care of and be being shown love. It's traumatic enough to lose a father, but then to have your mother facing life in prison at the tender young age of under 10, that must be very traumatic for these boys. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, folks, I just wanted to give you an update on this case for those who are following the case, those who weren't familiar with the case. I'm not quite sure when the trial date has been set. I'm not sure if they started a trial date or scheduled one. Like I said, the arrest was just made in May. So there's a good case, a good chance this case will not come on the docket until 2024. Anyway, folks, uh, I want to thank you for tuning in. I'll be back maybe a little later, maybe another day. I'll see how things are going. Uh, it is 6.29 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday, August 29th, 2023, and I will bid you farewell for now. Last word, folks. <laughs>